You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Inspiring women, bold vision, and powerful insights to help you use speaking to build a thriving business. This is Speaker Success Podcast, brought to you by Women Speakers Association. Now, for today's show. Welcome to another episode of Speaker Success Podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen and founder of Podcasting with Purpose Training, how to go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast. My guest today says midlife is a portal of alchemic transformation where your best self is distilled to its most pure essence if you trust the process and surrender to what life is asking of you. Joining me on today's show is Dr. Dr. Serena Pallarolo. Dr. Serena is your midlife midwife. She is a board certified holistic health coach and spiritual counselor. She's also an international best-selling author, speaker, radio host, and blogger. She's got over 35 years of experience researching women's empowerment, mentoring thousands of students and clients, as well as facilitating women's circles. Serena believes in a holistic approach to guide women navigate their career and life transitions successfully. And she does this by drawing from her extensive training and experience in body, mind, and spirit connection. And her own midlife relaunch, from college professor to midlife reinvention coach, well, that models for her clients how to courageously reinvent their lives by unleashing their unique personal power, creative self-expression, and hands-on genius. Now, on today's show, you're going to discover how to repurpose your knowledge, experience, and form a career when you reinvent your life at midlife. She's also going to show you how to reclaim your power and transition through midlife on your own terms, guided by your inner knowledge and how to catch the vision of the next stage of your life and clearly identify the next steps to move towards it. It's going to be a rich, deep show. Welcome, Dr. Serena. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I'm excited to be in your show. Wow. As I was reading through your bio and experience, you have such a wealth and depth of knowledge. But what I love specifically is that you have gone through your own midlife relaunch and so many women that I have spoken to, when they're at that stage, there is transition required and change. It can be scary, can't it? It can. Very scary. There's a lot of confusion. There's not knowing, not understanding the body that's going through a whole hormonal rebalancing. There's um, losing their identity, really, and not Mm. knowing what new steps to take to continue with their lives. Yes. And all of those things, of course, that they're experiencing, unless we know that there's so many factors that can be impacting us, uh, it can be very hard to navigate that. So it's wonderful that you're here to be able to share in insights. Now, how do we begin to repurpose our knowledge, experience and form a career when we do want to you know, reinvent ourselves at midlife? Because so often I find we negate that experience because we think, well, it has no relevance to where I'm going. Do you find that too? Oh, yes. Um, The first thing I tell um, the midlife women that I work with is you are a wealth of knowledge and experience. 
it's not that you're starting from scratch. What we need to do is go within and rekindle your passion and sort out and identify your skills and talents and gifts that you have brought to this moment and integrate everything together to create something unique that mm. the world needs. Yes. So integration. Yeah, so important. What would you say then to a woman who is at this stage and reinventing herself? She's got a lot of, of knowledge and experience. I think knowledge and experience is something, even through life experience, can bring yes. such a wealth and depth of, of insights to a conversation and how we support our clients that we often negate. And some of them who are listening today may want to take that knowledge experience, create a wonderful presentation and then impact a lot of lives from the stage. Let's talk about some of the black blocks and barriers. We've already touched on one of them, a key one. We're we neglect or we negate that wealth yes. and depth of experience. You mentioned something else, Dr. Serena, purpose. How often as women we put our children, our husbands, you know, the home, often yes. but for many of us, we may have juggled, you know, a career ourselves, but now that's a lot right. of that's changing. Now it's time to actually focus on us, our purpose. And that in itself can be a challenge, can't it? It can. It can indeed. This is exactly what happens at midlife. Women are, I'm, I'm working mostly with successful midlife women who have had a wonderful career, a great life, and suddenly they start becoming disenchanted with yes. lives of their careers. And they don't understand why. They were doing great a couple of years before, and now they're, what they were doing before doesn't work for them. They don't feel the passion. They don't have the energy or the vision. And what I all Ways try to tell them is that this is what adult growth is about we mm. grow in cycles and we grow towards our soul's calling and the and it's all about going through different stages and sometimes we outgrow a stage which might have been a career because we're ready to move into the next stage with all that experience and knowledge that we have gathered and we leave a legacy mm. uh, but we also move on so the important thing is to recognize how we grow as adults it's not that we have um, lost our time or not found the right career it we found the right career but we have outgrown that mm -hmm. so it's time to move forward yes what are some of the steps then that you would recommend that we do in order to repurpose that what are some insights well what I do with my with my clients is um, most of the, the women who come to midlife uh, have a lot of baggage and I've noticed that many of the menopausal women for example the ones that have the most symptoms are the ones who have a hard time detaching or letting go of their baggage and mm -hmm. maybe that's a relation a toxic relationship or a career or a job that doesn't work anymore even belief systems that that are outdated at that time so the first thing that i usually invite my clients to do is to go through a cleanse it's a one-week cleanse a very gentle and very personalized cleanse that will allow them to start releasing the physical toxins but at the same time the emotional toxins start coming out too and that will become the raw material that we will be using throughout our coaching work together to see okay these are the causes of why you were keep you were stuck 
because you have not been processing, you have not been paying attention to this, these emotional toxins that were ruling, controlling your life without you not knowing. Mm. So, so that's the first thing I would do. And then uh, that, uh, after they do that, we would activate some habits personalized for them that would help them um, in their process. They could be exercising, they could be changing their diet in a personal way, um, starting some spiritual practices. That for me, it's very important because that's the way that we know ourselves. And many times we give away our power because we don't know who we are. Mm. And we pay attention to all the media and the messages um, of the medical industrial complex that really um, targets this population um, with a lot of medication that we really don't need. Mm -hmm. It's that we need some time away from distractions and going within and finding those, the, the passion that I was talking about, and also um, the call, the calling. So mm -hmm. it is a time also of going within and paying attention, listening. Yes, so important. And I love the way that you've said about it, the stripping back, getting rid of things that, you know, for many years we may have been complaining about or putting up with. Um, yeah. And then when we release, you know, the toxins from our body, as you say, physically, and also remove ourselves from situations that may not allow us to, to, to show up and be our best, it enables us then to just sit still and reclaim or and also rediscover actually i think that's the first step that's right what is it that i am passionate about and i think for so many women we we are so good at, at at multitasking and overseeing a lot of different things even though there's studies to say you know work on one activity at, at the time multitasking may not be um yeah. so brilliant in, anymore however i think as women we often will put ourselves last won't we but now yes. we need to start putting ourselves first, not because it's selfish, but rather we need that time and space to get clarity around, look, this is really what I want to do and what I want to, want to focus. And so minimizing, as you say, the clutter um, that other people may be telling ourselves so externally, but also what are we putting into our bodies? Let's talk about um, reclaiming power and transition through midlife on your own terms, guided by your inner knowledge, because I think that speaks beautifully and segues into that. What are yes. some things that you find if we don't do, um, it's going to be very difficult for us to take that step in reclaiming that power? Yes, as, as I was saying before, we tend to forget who we are and we, um, we give our power away to the experts, quote unquote, mm. to doctors, to psychologists, to people who talk in the media. When, our, when the real uh, power that we have is within us, it's the truth of who we are, is the, our, our wisdom within us. And I always go back to the Oracle of Delphi that said, um, advocated to know thyself. So knowing ourselves means unplugging from the noise, from the external noise and going within. That's why meditation for me, mindfulness is, is such an important practice. Because if we don't have that strong connection with who we are, we will, as I say, give away our power. So in this portal of transformation that I call midlife, um, it is like an alchemic process of distillation 
of, of our true self. So the more we go through that self-discovery, the more empowered we will feel. Mm -hmm. And the more we will know who we are when we go out into the world. Yes, I love that. And of course, you've lived that yourself and I'm sure have helped so many clients go through that. And as we said in the introduction, you went from college professor now to midlife reinvention coach. In fact, I think you probably enjoyed the experience or had such a significant transformation yourself where you thought, I want to really help others go through that. <laughs> Take us a little bit, of, if you will, to that, that journey. Sure, How, over sure. what time frame? Because I think so often we can put incredibly tight Right time frames on that. If I haven't figured it out by next week, that's not, that's it. I'm giving yeah. up. So what was that transition time for you? That is so true about putting ourselves timelines. I'm going to go back to my childhood. Mm. I, I was born in Buenos Aires in Argentina and in the antipodes like you. And um, ever since I was a little child and I came, I was being raised in the fifties um, it was a very male dominated society. So ever since I was a little child, I wanted to find my authentic voice. And that was not easy. I, there was a lot of mocking. There was a lot of putting me down mm. until finally through trial and error, I learned the ropes. I learned the tools and resources to become the empowered woman that I'm now. Mm -hmm. And ever since I was very young, I said, I'm going to share with other women what I have learned so they don't have to go through what I went through. So I took that interest to my academic career. I came to California in 1988 with my then husband and two baby daughters to pursue a PhD program at UCLA. And all my research was on women's empowerment in Latin America. Mm. And I had lots of, when I became a professor, I became, I had lots of students who were Latin American young women who really sought my uh, leadership as a role model because probably they didn't have that at home. Mm -hmm. So my, my role as a mentor and as a role model for women's empowerment is something that I've done all my life. So when I hit menopause and I was, I was teaching at Cal State, California State University, Northridge, and I loved what I did. I was doing research. I was going to conferences. I loved my students. I did activism with them. But at some point, I, become, I became disenchanted. Like I was saying at the beginning, it was like, this is not really what I want to continue doing. And I was, and I didn't know what I was going to do. And I got really scared because mm -hmm. I knew that if I left academia, I would not have the paycheck that I had every month to support my daughters. I was a single mom by then. So that triggered a history of eating disorders for me. And mm. I gained a lot of weight and I had some uh, health issues. And I said, well, I'm going to resign to this. This is the aging imperative. I'm going to become a matronly postmenopausal woman. And that's what it is. Mm. And suddenly, after a time, my rebellious side kicked in and I said, no, I don't need to buy into this aging imperative. So I started to um, to explore a raw food diet and detoxifications, and it really worked for me. And I lost a lot of weight, and I felt much lighter. And I said, well, I'm ready to leave academia. And that um, excitement that I had with what I had done took me to become a holistic health coach and open my, my coaching practice. And at the beginning, I started working with younger people because I was used to teaching students, younger mm -hmm. students. And then I re 
rebranded myself as a midlife midwife when I decided to target midlife women because I felt that I had so much experience to share with them. So this is something that I've been doing most of my life, um, the women's empowerment. Yes, yes. I love that because so as we said earlier on, so often we look at previous experience as you could quite easily have done and said, well, that's no longer going to be relevant. I'm going to completely shift. But you've taken that passion that you had for that message and wanting to really empower women and now you're doing that by empowering women who are obviously going through this transition, this change um, in, in their midlife. And I love the way that you, you said, you know what, I'm going to redefine that. How often do we uh, live out the expectations of what other people have spoken over us? Because that's what we expect. Yeah. And I tell you what, when we believe it and, and we take the right, right action, but in some instances the wrong actions, we're going to get to what we believe. So let's just change that belief and aim for something that we really do want and not, as you say, expectations that have uh, been placed over us. So when you think about that, there are a number of steps, I'm sure, that you can now look back on in insight, in hindsight, and share with us and this segues beautifully and how do we catch that that vision of the next stage of our life how do we identify that and then of course the steps to move towards that i love your insights in this area too thank you um i have done uh, a lot of work with a mentor with rick hansen who's uh call, he calls himself a soul's calling coach mm -hmm. and i have done his certification too so i use a map which is called the wisdom map, uh, which is the map of the four seasons, which are an incredible metaphor to map out the different stages of the transition that women go through. And each season has its own quote unquote work to do mm -hmm. and challenges. And when the women see exactly where they're at, in what season they're at, if they're at a winter, for example, which is the time of going within, it's the dark night of the soul, it's, it's the caterpillar getting into the cocoon and just letting go of its identity mm -hmm. so it can grow its wings. So they know that they have specific things to do, which is to be just chill just mm -hmm. to be in that darkness, be in that time of self-discovery until the, they are able to rediscover who they are and what they want to do and then move forward with inspired action. The problem that I see many times is that when people get into that disenchantment, that they don't, they have outgrown what they were doing and they get into a fall. The fall is the typical season of disenchantment. They want to go immediately into spring, which is the time of action. Mm -hmm. But if you don't go through the winter and really go into that self-discovery, you will not be able to know exactly what you're doing in the spring. So I've seen, I have a client who was going through that disenchantment of the fall and she said, I need money. So she went into this program as a pharmacist assistant and she hates it because oh. that was not what her calling was. Mm -hmm. So she needs to go through the winter now in order to understand what is her calling. And she understood it to be an art therapist. And now she will be able to, to find the synchronicities that will help her move forward into this new career that's coming from her passion. 
Yes, so, so true. And I love the way that you've explained those seasons because we know if we look use an analogy of a farmer, each of those seasons are so important. If we don't, um, you know, till the ground and build solid foundations, it's very difficult to grow healthy, robust plants on exactly. the land and as you say if, if we don't take the time to do that self the soul searching the self analysis the awareness then it's very difficult to build the solid foundations upon which we can take the right action which is going to get us to the place in the space that we we enjoy and i love the way that you now talking about your client where she realized hey i don't want to be a pharmacy assistant not that there's anything wrong with that no. just not her calling just not her purpose <laughs> but she certainly finds that in in art therapy so when we're thinking then okay we've taken some time to do that analysis we've spent some time in that season of winter and i guess it's different for everybody isn't it we can't just put a timeline on it but if someone understands okay I do have some understanding and some inklings I I can remember back that I used to say if oh I wish uh you know I had more time to do x y and z once they realize that what are some of the action steps because sometimes we can get stuck I believe in that analysis paralysis that yes. self-awareness stage never quite taking action maybe because we're scared if we do what if I fail what if it actually isn't so we then can keep ourselves stuck can you share some insights around that for us Dr Serena there are three things that are very important in this process one is time dedicate the time to go through all this rediscovery and soul searching uh, the second one is support. Many times we cannot do this without being supported. That's mm -hmm. why I've been, I have been hosting Wise Women's Councils for decades, because it's so important to have the support of, the, of our peers who come together as a, in a circle of, of sisters who will support us and, and mirror for us what we are going through. Support is incredible. And then the expert support to get a coach, to get a therapist, to get a priest, to get someone that really mm -hmm. will uh, bounce back to you what you're going through. Because sometimes it gets very lonely in that process and it can become very dark. So support is it's of out, utmost importance. Yes. Something else that you mentioned, and I want to just touch on this because I think it's so important. You mentioned when you left and transitioned from college professor to starting to work more with women outside that academia, you started first um, initially with the younger women because that's all you'd known. But then you realized, you know what, I'm going to rebrand and I'm going to now help other women who I've gone through that experience so I can speak beautifully and with authenticity and integrity into that area so I'm sure that there would have been a, a time frame and why I say that is so often when we make a decision we think that that is it and that if we're not quite where we still want to be and there's an inkling you know what I still don't feel we can often then think I'm a failure oh you know I've done all the steps I've taken action and I'm still not where I want to be that's because you've still got a few other steps to take so what are some well I want to say warning signs but what are some some key areas that be mindful because don't let this be seen as a failure that because you're not yet there these are stepping stones and this next step and this next step is going to lead you to where you will finally feel fulfilled that you think this is it so can you share some insights around that yes um, 
when we decide to make a change, when we take that leap of faith at the end of the fall and go into the winter to go into the soul searching, the ego kicks in. The, the ego doesn't want us to change. It, has, it wants us to stay safe. So it will come up with a lot of excuses. There will be fear. There will be judgment. There will be um, putting us down like we cannot do it. Mm. So we, that's why it's so important, the work that we do um, in meditation and the work that we do to really connect with our true self, because that is the self that wants to follow the soul's calling and the ego wants to keep us small. So be very aware of that and, and have a conversation with the ego. Thank you for sharing. This is where I'm going. This is my North Star mm -hmm. and I'm putting all my energy into this. And, and, and that's when the support comes in because it's very difficult to have this dialogue with this part of ourselves that's scared or um, be becomes very judgmental yes. of what we're doing. Yeah. So it's important to have someone else to see us and to help us see the, clearly the picture so we can move forward. Mm -hmm. I love the way that you've expressed that. And I remember hearing someone have a conversation with his son and the son had, um, I, you know, had, had put his hand up for a particular a, a degree and in college. And he said to his dad a couple of years ago, Dad, what if this is not the thing? And his mm -hmm. father said, that doesn't matter, son, because this particular area of the study, it is going to get you to that thing if this That's is not right. the thing. And it's so true how often <laughs> we right. negate. And this brings us beautifully back to when we started. Every experience that we go through, even every heartache, and challenge is developing us skill, um, resilience, and a lesson and an insight that we yes. can use in our own growth and transition. And it is something that we can share with other women to say, you know what, what you're experiencing, guess what? I'm sad to say it's actually normal. We all go through this, but it's peel. Often we need to peel back layers. We need to peel back labels that perhaps we've taken on upon ourselves because someone's spoken that of us or it's been expected of us. And we're not fully able to step into who we are and blossom into who we are uh, until we peel back those layers. And it's a process. But I yes. love the way that you said support yourself with other women who are not judgmental, but who will lift you up, who will be there, a shoulder to cry on, to spear you on, cheer mm -hmm. you on. Um, yes. And uh, and of course, the expert uh, support as well. And of course, that leads me to ask you, can you share with others how they can get in contact with you? What's the best way for them to do that? Sure. Thank you. Um, my website would be the best way. It's www Sirena Pelarolo, my, my name, S-I-R-E-N-A-P-E-L-L-A-R-O-L-O.com. And we can connect there. I'm also on Facebook, uh, Dr. Sirena Pelarolo, um, um, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm in most of the social media where they can uh, find me. And another thing that I want to say, I, I forgot to, to add, is that I'm, I'm extending my practice to take women on retreats uh, to wow. sacred lands. Mm. I'm going, I'm organizing one in my country in Patagonia in the south, a beautiful resort center on, on a lake uh, 
with the backdrop of the Andes. And we're going to do this rite of passage. It's called the Midlife Women's Wilderness Rite of Passage. And it's so beautiful. I invite women to go and check it out on my website because it's going to be a, an amazing calling quest to find the new stage of their lives oh, after midlife. Love that. And what a beautiful environment and setting to be able to, <laughs> yes. to go through yes. that. And there's yeah. nothing like getting out into nature and the beauty mm -hmm. of nature to inspire inspire you on. I know that uh, often when I'm out in nature, it's incredible how the soul just sparks to life, isn't it? Um, you That's really right. can it's yes. a healing, it's a it's a it's just healing for the for the spirit and the soul for for sure. Oh, Dr. Selena, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know that many women and I myself, you know, am at that stage too. And I tell you what, there are, there are times that, that you kind of question, you think, oh my goodness. But you know what, where you're at is the right place that you need to be. That's just right. trust the process. Um, block out the noise, as you've said, get the right support yes. and um, don't be scared to, to peel off that, those layers because when you do, then you'll, uh, everything that you've spoken about today will start to appear. So thank you once again for coming on thank the show. Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful to talk to you. Now, if you're listening to this podcast for the very first time, welcome. You've certainly, I'm sure, been blessed through listening to today's guest. And we hope that you'll subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we do publish a new episode. Also, if you'd like to find out more about how to become a member of Women Speakers Association so that you can grow a successful business through speaking, go ahead and jump on a call with our president, Gail Watson, on bit.ly forward slash meet Gail. That's bit.ly forward slash meet g-a-i-l and uh, remember of course too to access our speaker success gift at speaker success successgift.com that's speaker successgift.com you've been listening to speaker success podcast brought to you by women speakers association if you're ready to share your message in a bigger way so you can build a thriving business, get your free speaker success plan at speakersuccessgift.com.